fallout from the science fair hits school and an investigation is underway. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. And welcome to a new year. 2022. I'm broadcasting from my lab on the campus of Splendid University in preparation for a new semester. Spring semester 2022. Let's get right to it. You're probably wondering what happened to Manny's wish box. Last week's tale covered the first in a trilogy titled The Wish Box. And now, Part 2. Manny's winning science fair project, The Wish Box, had been stolen. Who was to blame? Mr. Brains arrived at school in style, behind the wheel of a shiny new red Cadillac and flaunting a gold ring on every finger. Baron Brains, typically a bit of a grouch, was now whistling happily as he entered the school. It took everybody back. Principal Zucker and Manny had a suspect list, and now Mr. Brains was on top. He had the opportunity, the keys, the motive, all that new stuff. But Baron insisted his good fortune was the result of a recent inheritance and not Manny's wish box. I could have used the wish box at the science fair like all those other simpletons. I wouldn't have to steal it, Mr. Brains defended himself. Check my house. You won't find any wish box. Next, students were questioned. Keisha Baskins, who had used the magical box for monetary gain, seemed sus. But she didn't have access to match the motive, and her alibi, that she was at the mall spending all those Benjamins, had checked out. Teachers were interrogated as well. What would I want the wish box for? Mr. Bald protested. I got everything I want right here, dude, he said as he stroked his newfound, luxurious golden locks. Lunch cook Meredith Bird denied any involvement in the crime, as had the students and teachers that came before her. She was almost off the hook, too, until Manny asked, Lunch is near, Miss Bird. Who is cooking? Miss Bird was startled. Oh, well, I have my helpers, you know. Yeah, but they don't do a thing without your supervision. You've said so yourself many times. Manny pressed harder against the protestations of the now shifty, nervous, sweating middle school cook. Where were you last night, after the science fair? I should go check on lunch, Miss Bird rushed out in a hurry. Principal Zucker and Manny shared a knowing look, their mutual suspicion about Miss Bird quite clear. That's when something completely extraordinary occurred. 
something completely off the wall and not at all tied to this story up to this point, or is it? Zucker and Manny were suddenly distracted by the sound of a hard rain outside. It wasn't that unusual for this time of year, but this wasn't any ordinary rain. They stared out the principal's window at what appeared to be bacon raining down from skillet-shaped clouds in the sky. Is it raining bacon? Manny asked. Principal Zucker was speechless. Jamie Jackson burst into the principal's office. I don't know how to tell you this, but there are three lunch ladies in the cafeteria, they said. Principal Zucker answered, There are always three, Miss Bird and her assistants. No, Jamie interrupted, there are three Miss Birds in the cafeteria. They're arguing with each other, too. It's weird. As weird as bacon raining from the sky? Manny asked, pointing outside. The lunch bell had not yet rung, but a small crowd of onlookers, staff and students, had gathered to see the strange sight of three lunch ladies, three carbon copies of Meredith Bird at that, fighting with each other over how the kitchen was to be run. Miss Bird's usual assistants cowered in a nearby corner, unsure what to think. Principal Zucker, I think I know who took the wish box, Manny offered. Yes. The principal picked her jaw up off the floor long enough to agree. John Randolph and Josh Baldwin joined the crowd. John commanded everyone's attention. Did you all see it's raining bacon dog treats outside? Principal Zucker and Manny split up. While she investigated the newfound lunch cook triplets, Manny and several students ran outside to see that, indeed, bacon dog treats were piling up ankle-deep and continued to rain down. A thorough investigation was underway. Its conclusion? Lunch cook, Miss Bird, had indeed stolen the wish box. The temptation to split her hefty workload, those duties amongst three of herself, was just too much to resist. That solves one mystery, Manny said to the three Miss Birds sitting in the principal's office. But what about the bacon? And it's raining dog toys now? The sound of squeaking toys showering down from the sky and noisily bouncing against the pavement drew everyone's focus. Oh no, Miss Bird said. I think I know what happened. We have to get to my house now. The two carbon copies of her agreed. All arrived at the home of the now three lunch cooks to find Manny's wish box and Miss Bird's new puppy. The adorable, scruffy little terrier apparently had access to the wish box all day, and, well, if you were a dog and you had access to a wish box, you may also imagine bacon treats and squeaky toys galore, don't you think? Unbeknownst to the humans, this little, lonely doggy had also wished for his new owners to be back home. It was thrilled to see them. Thankfully, no great harm was done, though the decision was made to, one, triple Miss Bird's salary, only fair since there are three of her now, and, two, let the town's dogs clean up bacon-littered streets. And three, lock up the wish box. 
It was simply too tempting, too dangerous, much too unpredictable a device. Manny's wish box was hidden at a top-secret laboratory, deep underground at the science department of a nearby college campus. You know that lab. And that bunker quite well, listeners. Where it can be safely studied here on the campus of Splendid U. What's the worst that could happen? Well, something must happen because there is a wish box part three. The final tale in Manny's trilogy coming next week. In the meantime, have a wild and wonderful and weird and imaginative and creative and fun and safe and healthy and secure week and new year. We got lots planned in the year ahead, so stay tuned. Spread the word. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab at ProfessorTheo.com and wherever you get podcasts. Be good to each other. Be helpers. Hello, this is Risty Joy again. You've been listening to Professor Theo's Mystery Lab, which is written and read by my adorable husband, Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. Thank you for rating and reviewing this podcast on iTunes. Please continue to spread the word. Also, consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. 